What is happening, Fins Up Nation? <clears throat> Welcome to this Friday, April 16th edition of your Splash Zone in Miami podcast, which is brought to you by FL Teams, a top Florida sports source dedicated to providing in-depth analysis and coverage for all Florida sports. Make sure you check them out at flteams.com. Now, you know what it's all about here at, FL, at uh, Splash Zone in Miami. It's a podcast for all you Miami Dolphins fans at Fins Up Nation. And on today's podcast, I want to talk about the 18th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Believe it or not, we are 13 days away from this thing. It is na- it is Thursday, um, two Thursdays from yesterday, so 13 days. It's getting to crunch time for these guys making the big butts up in Chris Greer's office to decide who they're going to take. And I kind of want to talk, kind of like we did with number six, kind of want to talk about what I want to do at 18 and then what I think is a real possibility for the Dolphins as far as their pick at 18. As we all know, we um, very much are in need of a running back. All of us fans have complained about it on social media. It's all you hear about is running back, running back, running back. And we all know what happened last year's draft, which was a much much deeper running back draft class, uh, at least in the first couple rounds. And we passed on everybody. If you talk about the Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbinses, the Clyde Edward Hilaire's of the world, um, we passed up or got sniped in the case of the Ravens jumping up in front of us at, I think it was 35, 36, something around there last year to pick J.K. Dobbins once one pick before us, which is where we probably were going to go which is why we ended up trading that seventh round pick for Matt Breida last year, which we all know how that did not work out. So here at 18, in my mind, if Najee Harris is your guy, and Najee is, he's a big, big guy, big bruiser back. He's he's a 6'2", 229 pounds, so he can get you the short yardage conversions you need. And my favorite thing about him is on top of that, he can catch the ball. He's got hands like pillows, baby. I mean, he. there's been a couple plays I've seen on tape from others that I've watched and where he's catching the ball over the shoulder on the goal line, right at the pylon, like a tight end. I mean, it's, it's pretty to see. And to have that ability from a running back who can also run up the gut, which is what this offense does. We're not an outside run, outside running team. We're between the tackles or right off the tackle type of running team. So we need a big body in there to convert those short yardage or goal line situations. And he has the size to do that. People will complain about his 4-5-40. I don't care about that. I mean, we've we've seen him play on tape. He he. People don't catch him from behind. And... The biggest key for me is those short yardage situations. So I'm not going to focus on the the negative people are talking about with this 4-5-40 because I've seen his games, I've seen him play, and I, I don't think he's what we would call slow on the field. I mean, that's not at all what I'm thinking. So the question is, do you take a running back that high in the draft? It's kind of unprecedented. It's kind of It's something that GMs are moving away from. This year, if you listen to Daniel Jeremiah on NFL Network, he kind of said the league sounds like none of these guys will go in the first round. So if you believe that, it's going to be a tough decision at 18. To It'll be a tough decision to take a running back because you wonder, 
man, is that really the value pick I want to do here? But at the same time, if you play the waiting game and try to wait till your 36th pick for running back and the top three guys who are Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Javonta Williams, they're by far the top of this class. If they're missing by 36, then you've screwed yourself like you did last year and you didn't end up with the running back that you wanted because you waited to try and make sure you didn't reach or overpay for a running back. So it's going to be a really tough decision. So in me thinking about this, I believe if Quiddy Pay, who is an edge rusher out of Michigan, which we all know edge rusher is a huge need for us, or Mika Parsons, the outside linebacker for um, Penn State, who is a freak, he can he can fill that Kyle Van Noy role, get us some sacks, so he can kind of kill two birds with one stone there and be the outside linebacker we're missing with Kyle Van Noy and also he has the ability to rush the passer as well. If either of those two guys are there at 18, I would pick them in lieu of a running back. Mika Parsons, I mean, he's he's a really talented guy. He, I, and in normal circumstances, there's no way in hell he's going to be there at 18. But he has some incidents in his past involving hazing where he was... Uh, he was a def- named defendant on a civil suit um, to the University of uh, or the Penn State University regarding a hazing incident when he was, I think it was 16 or 17 as a freshman, 17 probably. And say what you want about that, but that is a red flag in his past about his off the field maturity issues. So what that might mean is he might slip a little bit and actually be there at the 18th pick. If that happens, you know Brian Flores and how he <clears throat> how he loves good defensive players and is very defensive-minded. I do not see how he's not banging the table with everything he has to tell Chris Greer to draft that man if he's there at 18. And I'd be fine with that. If Mika Parsons is there at 18, you take him. I mean, he's a great fit for the scheme of this defense. He fits right into the Kyle Van Noy role. Um... I mean, he's he's 6'3", 245. He's a beast. Uh, he's only 21 years old. I mean, Kyle Van Noy, as you know, is turning 30. It's, and this this regime loves young guys. So that he fits every single thing the Dolphins are looking for and everything you're going to want in an outside linebacker. So if Mika Parsons is there at 18, I believe the Dolphins and I would also pull the trigger there. Same with Quiddy Pay. I mean, I think it's even less likely he's there. He's a 6'4", 271-pound defensive tackle, edge player. He can get after it. I mean, I don't. I honestly have not watched or know much about him. I'm an Ohio State fan by nature, so, um, you know, I just I just have an adversity to Michigan just watching them. Period. And as you know, I'm not an expert. I, don't, I haven't started diving into this stuff yet. As I get as we get along this journey, I'm I plan on getting more deep into tape and have more information for you all. But I'm also not gonna BS you and say things I don't whether or not I know. But from what I've heard and people I trust listening to, he would be a great pick at 18 for what the Dolphins need as far as edge rusher, pass rusher, defensive line type needs on the outside. So again, if Quiddy Pay or Mika Parsons are available at 18. I would pull the trigger on one of the two and just 
waited out till 36 and hope that one of Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, or Javonta Williams out of North Carolina are available. And honestly, my ranking would be Najee Harris, Javonta Williams, and Travis Etienne. I think Etienne's an explosive outside type runner. I don't think that's what we need. I think we need big bruisers who can also do some stuff out of the backfield, but more importantly, that there's big bruiser type of backs, and that's what Javonta Williams and Najee Harris are. So those are my top running backs that I would like to see them take. And I'm fine with, if Pay or Mika Parsons are not available, I, listen, the idea is to try and make your team as good enough to win a Super Bowl. And I think if running back's the piece, let's assume we do what we need to at six and get a pass catcher. Running back's the big need on offense. If you need to fill that at 18, even though the conventional wisdom is, oh, that's too high for running back. I think if it's what you need to do to make this team competitive and I think you get to the playoffs and you start winning games and get to championship games, winning championships, no one's going to give a damn that you reached at 18 to get this running back. That is the type of thing that you talk about with teams who are not doing well three years after they make a pick. It's not something you look back on if the pick ends up being good that, oh man, they they really reached for Najee Harris, but he's a thousand yard rusher. You're not going to have that conversation. No one's going to care. So talking about it now, that's the things that come up. But I think if Pay, Mika Parsons are not there, you know you need a running back. There's no other glaring, oh, we've got to pick this guy to fill a need if those two guys are gone. I think you pick Najee Harris and you move on. And you're happy with it. And you look at 36 to maybe do O-lineman, maybe edge rusher if somebody falls. But we'll talk about 36 on the next episode of Splash Zone in Miami. Again, I am Rob Hilbert, lifelong Dolphins fan. You can reach me uh, social media at, at R Hilbert. That's R H I L B E R T, 1987. Uh, drop me a line. Drop me a DM. Send me some questions. Um, love interacting on there, and I look forward to growing this thing with you all together. Have a great weekend, everybody, and fins up.